This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, it is the Daft of Scottish Football Podcast around. I am producer John and let's welcome the team, shall we? First, a man who is devastated this week on two fronts. One, Rangers drop points to Motherwell and two, more importantly, his man cave won't be ready in time for the Europa League final. It's Stephen Purden. You know, like when yesterday I got, uh, thanks for that introduction, nice to be thanks. here. Uh, do you know, when I got the phone call yesterday, it's like, it was a feeling like when your agent phones you or something, you got excited and all that, right? And I seen it was, come up my phone, John Builder and all that. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, man. Come off the phone, like that. It's got to be July. <laughs> it's not ready till the end of July. I didn't care. You get something done out the back door? Great old man, you're, never, you're in a group, right? Why do you just leave the group chat? And just catch up with the gloss <laughs> when we come on this. Right, that, that man, we should really uh, pronounce him as Grado Stivelli. Do you know what? This week he's. Do you know what, man? He's becoming a fucking a cheeky bastard these days, you know? He's ignorant bastard, you know? Ever since he became a fucking Italiano. Grado, for anyone that. Don't this again, man. I'm thinking it's my favourite. For anyone that hasn't heard Rangers Daft, reveal to the audience what's happened to you this week. Do it in Japel's voice. Do it in your Japel voice. I'm not a performing monkey. Right, okay. Uh, the fucking right place, sure. <laughs> you're dead. We are. We are. Come on, Grado, tell everyone what's happened to you this week. No, I, look, nothing's happened to me. I just forgot. But um, you just forgot. Well, my, my sister reminded me that my ma's father was full Italian, so I'm I'm quarter Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. No, why it's just it's explaining. I don't know I why this needs to be an intro. It explains I, a lot of things. Don't get me wrong. What really does it explain? Well, I take a good tan. What else does it explain? Uh, like pizza? But I love my macaroni. What more? Come on, oh, I love macaroni. It's macaroni. 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 It's macaroni cheese. I believe that might be a Scottish invention, and I don't, I don't believe it's Italian. No, it's not because macaroni pasta. As uh-huh. macaroni, it's, it's macaroni and cheese might be a European thing, with, but macaroni itself is just the shape, the shell of the pasta. What yeah. you might be thinking of is bolognese. Italian people like myself, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take long, did it, no, boys? It didn't we, take long. As Italians, man, we, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't like when people say that spaghetti bolognese is See, Italian because they don't call it bolognese all there. No, you just don't call it bolognese either. Aye. See, see, what, what, whereabouts in Italy was your, your papa, Fee? Fuck knows. Anyway, to answer your question before... To answer your question, Grado, I'm not getting sun done at the back, it's my... My double garage conversion is not going to be done till July. Oh, right, man. Right, right. right. Remember, we spoke about this. Like, it's nice to, it's nice to tell everybody that your double, your double garage and all that. And Just head, d- double garage, mate. Fucking kind of hide that. Aye, Can't hide that. Can't hide that. Can't hide that. My double garage. Aye, it's, it's every two seconds, man. Look, look at this video, man, in my new heart. I've got, look, look, look. There, oh, there, oh, there's oh. another one in the group chat that need even acknowledge the part of me. I was trying to be nice to you. Who well, need to acknowledge me yesterday when I was telling everybody I was Italian? 
I we acknowledged it, Grado. We've acknowledged it now. The man that's jumped off the bench <laughs> that you just heard there, he's in for uh, Chris, who's fucking you carry high money in this podcast, who's getting house renovations done uh, at the moment. So Ryan from Celtic Daft has come off the bench. How are you, Ryan? I'm alright, mate. I'm now thinking I need to get a fucking double garage or a shed built. I'm kind of underperforming <laughs> this podcast. Listen, mate, you just need to stick in with these Express VPN sponsors, man. That's how we, that's how we make our <laughs> dough, man. So Ryan, who normally edits the podcast, is on, so he's going to be able to see all the live edits as we get ten, the most popular phrase on this show. And you might see it sometimes cut. in the outtake. Cut that, Ryan. Cut that, Ryan. Live edit this, Ryan. So what has been happening in Scottish football? Well, uh, football kind of takes a backseat at the moment with everything that's going on in the world. The Scottish FA president, Rod Petrie, has written to his Ukrainian counterparts, sending a message of support, friendship and unity. Uh, the SFA is in talks with UEFA and FIFA over the matches uh, with Ukraine, uh, which are meant to happen on the 24th of March. Uh, the Scottish men's team playing, obviously, in the World Cup playoff, and the women's team are set to meet them on the 8th of April as well. And Did you say the Scotch men's team? Scottish men's Scotch. Team. No, it's Scottish. The Scottish yeah. men's team. Um, and he said football is inconsequential and in, in conflict, but we've conveyed the strong sense of solidarity communicators by Scotland fans and citizens in recent days and have offered support to our Ukrainian colleagues preparations as best we can in these unimaginably difficult circumstances. I believe as well, I think they've offered, uh, you know, training facilities and everything over here. Yeah, we, It's so up in the air, we don't know what's going to happen with that game. I can't see it happening. What, no. what, it's only it's only three weeks away, it's not going to happen. No, it, I mean, it's, it's it, like as much as we want to see Scotland at the World Cup, you know, it just all this just takes. The, like, I, mean, I was watching the thing there in Poland, man, and it's like the the amount of fucking children, like wee wains on their and their man dad's arms, queuing up to get into fucking Poland and all that. I mean, all the stuff about football that's fucking so far up in the line, man. Absolutely. That doesn't matter. Anyway, shout out to that Zelensky guy, man. The scene all just legend. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Zelensky, I mean, see if he's going for, like, negotiations with Putin or whatever. Take the fucking clutch goes in as your backup, do you know what I mean? Uh, see, the thing is, right, I, I reckon, I don't want to get too political, but Putin's underestimated this guy because he is. Oh, aye. Because he was a comedian, the actor. You watch him, man, and you see the way he talks and the way he sticks up for his country compared to the way politicians speak that have been brought up in a, with a politics background and stuff like that. A normal guy aye. like him. Yeah, please. no, I, and I think I think he's under I think Putin's underestimated Ukraine as a whole. Absolutely. Like the fucking absolute the absolute the sacrifices you can see like every fucking man, woman, child making in that country. Do you know what I mean? It's it's incredible yeah. and like That's, they were saying I, it on the I think news, a lot right? of countries should take note, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the way they handled it. Do you know what I mean? They were saying it on the news though about him grin. I think he was expecting to go into Ukraine and then they'll go, oh, bro, Russia are here. That's ah, he was. And then, was. And then they've all fought back and he's went, fuck, right, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's panicked after that. But yeah. like you say, John, like, Fitbit doesn't really matter when it comes no, to it stuff doesn't. like that. But it doesn't. Be, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do, to be fair, with the game, because yeah, obviously been... you've got a World Cup coming up. You need 
teams to be there. So it'll be interesting to see what they actually decide. With. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, they pulled the Champions League uh, from from Russia. You know, the Russian teams have been suspended from the competition. Abramovich is putting Chelsea up for sale, basically. Is that, is, looking that for a buyer. Looking for a buyer. Mm-hmm. Wow, that, that's that's mad. So, I mean, it, it's completely up in the air. And like you say, we'll, we'll see how the ball rolls out in the next couple of weeks. But our thoughts, obviously... With Ukraine and everything. That's we going on. as a podcast stand with Ukraine. Absolutely, Don't we guys. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. Someone we might not stand with, however, is David Goodwillie. Uh, he has returned to Clyde on loan from Wraith Rovers. A 32 year old former Scotland international was ordered to pay damage in a civil case in 2017. We know the story. Uh, Wraith Rovers uh, paid a Dundas fee with Clyde, and then the shit hit the fan after he signed a two and a half year contract there with everyone putting their oar in, sponsorships falling, volunteers quitting the club, the ladies' team, you know, setting up on their own. And now Clyde have taken them back. Uh, North Lanarkshire Council say they're reviewing all our commercial partnership agreements with the club following his return. Now, for me, this is. A, a, I think this is really hypocritical, right? This guy has been at Clyde, was it, I think it's about four or five years he's been at Clyde, right? So, you, you know, nothing much said because he kind of went under the radar a wee bit. There was a wee bit of kickoff at the start when he signed for them. He's, you know, with Clyde, scoring goals, doing a really good job, great record. Wraith Rovers come and sign him, the shit hits the fan, right? Now Clyde have taken him back and suddenly the sponsors are, are now turning around and saying, oh, Oh, um, you know, we think about um, sponsorship. It's really for me, really. What, I, I think what Ray Rovers done is what Clyde and maybe any club should have done to begin with because now you're just looking as if, oh, this is what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I don't know, man. I just I think going for Zelensky to Goodwill, man, it's not a good fucking segue, am I? No, I know. I know it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not a good segue. It's, it's just. I just look at it and go. I as a bit. I agree with you, John. As a bit hypocritical, it is. I do agree yeah. with what you're saying. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's. I've, apparently, I've heard from my sources and the rumor uh, that the Clyde board actually rejected the chance to take him back, and then some supporters have kind of got onto and sort of ushered them back in. Um, so I don't know what the situation is at Clyde, but I, I don't. I think it's quite hypocritical response. Obviously, what's happened is he's went to Wraith, opened that fucking Pandora's box. So it's happened because, like you said, he snuck under the radar when he went to Clyde the first mm-hmm. time. Then the sponsors have now seen that that shit hitting the fan and went, yeah. "We're out." Man. A, a lot, a lot has changed in the world since Goodwill signed with Clyde. That's that's the thing. Because uh, yeah, you're right, Grady. You are. You're right. Very good point, Grady. Uh, let's get on to the big, the big story of the week, however, and it's one that I'm desperate to get your opinions on, especially now we've got Ryan on to Celtic and Rangers are going to play an old firm derby outside Scotland for the first time. You're my diving star, and from the very first moment I saw you, get your scarves, 50-50 scarves in there. And now please welcome on to the pitch for the halftime draw, Mr Donald Fisher. Um, Right, let's talk about it. So, 
uh, Rangers and Celtic, they play in the Sydney Super Cup in Australia on the 20th of November. Um, they're going to be playing alongside the A-League team Sydney FC and Western Sydney Wanderers uh, while the K- Qatar World Cup is going under. An old firm down under. What do you make of it, boys? Right, Ryan, you go first. <laughs> you go first, Ryan. <laughs> I guess I'm fucking hell, hell, we are the people. Shit going on here, man, like, combined. It's, it's weird. It's a bit weird to, to team up the way they have done. I'll be honest with you, I've seen loads of folk on Twitter, both sides, Rangers fans, Celtic fans, livid. I couldn't care less. I really couldn't care less. When's the 20th, I think it is? In November, yeah. World Cup kicks off a day later, so if we get there, if we get to the World Cup, say Scotland get there, or for whatever reason, there'll be no players left. There'll be no players at either team. It'll be a Celtic and Rangers 11. Let go. So it's not going to be an old firm game. It's not going to be the same needle. Nobody's going to care about it. Like, if you just beat us across there, but we end up beating you three times in the league that year, I don't care. <laughs> Do you know that way? I'm like, it means absolutely nothing to me. If I seen, are they getting the same money for, for this? They're, down- they're getting the equivalent of what they'd get for an, SP, an, an SPL season. For game. Million, I think. I think. Aye, Is so, that right, really? Aye. I mean, so money talks, I mean, but. They're not, they're not going to get that if Celtic just go or Rangers just no. go. They're only getting that because both of them are going combined. So you're right. It's a hell, hell, we are the people kind of mash up here. <laughs> it's, you know got I mean? a, it's got a very kind of NFL playing at Wembley kind of. And, and I know a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that are angry about it. And I listened to James Bygrave. Is it Bygrave or Bygrove? Bygrove. Talking about you know, eh, Milan done it and Man U and Liverpool done it before. That's it, we all done it in South Arabia. I think that sets us, that doesn't mean to say, that's what makes the whole firm special, as it's in Glasgow and it should never be done as a friendly, in in my opinion. But I can see people are just losing their nut. I think one of the reasons why the Rangers fans are losing their nut is because, you know, Australia are promoting it as the Ange homecoming. Which it just is just it's just an open goal for Celtic fans to at the pitch at that Rangers fans coming out for Angie's homecoming. Um, mm-hmm. the Jack Geo gave him a, a bunch of flowers when they get there for the off game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want yeah. I want to see Geo. Uh, we we played it there. I want to see Ange and Geo uh, recreating the theme tune to Home and Away as a duet. I think that would be a beautiful moment on the pitch. Um, <laughs> You know, so I—I I mean, it is it? I, I get what you guys are saying, but I guess you know, money, like you say, money talks. And Rangers and Celtic as an old firm brand sell tickets. You know, they could do this. I yeah, mean, but it gets under but, Rangers but, fans' skins for the last ten years when Celtic are tweeting the Glasgow. Well, yeah, aye, the thing is, they won't—they won't even print up. Ba- they won't even use your badge when we're playing them. They won't even call us. They won't even say we're the same team. They'll not even call it the old firm. It's like, but now they'll jump into bed with because they want us to go because they know if both teams go together, they'll get that money. And Rangers, for a Rangers perspective, own the year of the... Aye, exactly. No, exactly. Doing the same thing. And exactly the 150th fucking anniversary that year, we'll jump near there to fucking jump into bed with Selic to go. It's pure, it's heavy banter, man. Do you know what I mean? It's like, see if you're like Hearts and Hibs and that, and you're going, look at it, cunts. <laughs> I mean, like, fucking, it's, it's no good. And Rangers, I seen somebody saying today, and they're bang on, man. See the thing with Rangers, which annoys me with us, which really fucking annoys me. See, as soon as 
Like we get to the next round of like the Europa and all that, right? They can't fucking jump into your bank quick enough to take your money. See when someone's coming out, when season tickets are coming out, they're all early. See with us, they know the fans aren't going to be happy with this. And they've been fucking radio silence, man. And they've kept it under wraps. And it's, it stinks, man. It's no nice. I don't like it. I mean, it's not for, I guess, you guys as supporters because it's for... for- all the expats down south, because how many people are getting the away, going on the away trip to fucking Sydney? Do you I know? just want to know how many of my juice points I get when I get a ticket for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get a lot. Yeah, uh, I mean, like you say, money talks, and uh, I bet he's will watch it though. I bet he's will sit up and watch it. Ah, I just want to kick off, man. Fucking right. Do you, do you know how it is, man? Money, money does talk. Is he the hang? People are having a pop at that Bisgrove and all that. It's not even his fault. That's what he's been brought in today. That's you know what I mean? Eventually struck a good deal getting free. And his, what he has been paid today. Ah, he's doing his job. He's doing his it's job. It's just, the is, what you say today, though, is... taking on my idea about my castor bum bags. He never got back to me about that. Aye. Under aye. order from Stuart Robertson. I was there. That's another story. Aye. He never followed aye, aye. up. Stuart, Robert, Stuart Robertson's been copping it big times today, man. He's been quite a bit. They all have, they all have, they all have. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, like you say, these guys are there to make money for the club. And when you turn around and, you know, obviously Rangers, vice last finances that were published, one one the great. If they're making money and that means you get an extra player in, surely that, that's no, good. That's just to pay off Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean Ramsey Street they're playing in Ramsey Street <laughs> <laughs> they say oh well there's a connection there's a connection uh, I thought actually today Ramsey Street is going to be listed as like a historic thing they can't pull it down Ramsey Street is going to be listed as like a listed building that we have Brickside Brickside's still there is it really? I mean should we mm-hmm. didn't we I see the boys we met Jimmy Corker outside Brickside just normal punter style brilliant man the big Dean Sullivan legend Dean Sullivan legend but I, so we'll, we'll monitor that story as the weeks go on, but a lot of unhappy people on either side of the divide. And like we could have that beautiful moment, the half and half scarves singing. John, 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 enough. John, enough. Love it. Watch your mouth, man. Watch your mouth, John. Well, it's brought you guys all together at least. Look at that. He's all turning on me now. So there you go. Uh, right. Before we get into the daft last week, um, we were talking disgusting stories. We've done that for the last couple of uh, weeks, and we've done. Can you make the boys boat? It's the fucked up version. Are we still doing this? Yeah. But they, keep coming, they, still they keep coming in. They keep coming in. And I, I feel... John, all, all I'm going to say, mate, is that I'm on the edge of the... I'm on the edge, so be careful with us. Right, okay, Ryan. I could, I could go. Ryan's I could. Uh, got the old dreaded COVID, so um, he, you, you might not be up for this, Ryan. So be ready. Get ready. We are just all right. Here we go. So Stu sent this one. It's called Shitey Scat Story. I'm 18 at the time, my parents have gone on holiday, so I have a free house. Naturally, I'm not cooking dinner, so I buy two baguettes from Baguette Express. That's where you went wrong in the first place. Uh, one chicken mayo and one tuna mayo. Oh. Eat the chicken mayo during the day and put the tuna bad boy in the fridge for my dinner before going out on the plunge. So I go eat this baguette and it's rock hard, so I stuck it in an oven for, uh, for five to ten minutes to heat up like Subway do. This was my downfall. It's about 2am and I'm three sails to the wind. No feeling great, so I'll leave the local club in Gallus Hills and start to walk along the street. In brackets, there's two other clubs and a pub in the street. Two other clubs in Gallus Hills, fucking hell. Um, anyway, I make my way to the next club <laughs> and, and I feel like I've been taking a hit like t- from Tyson Fury in the stomach. 
instant sweat and me trying to keep the casual end up by walking like Vince McMahon into the three club, the third club's toilets. I walk in and I've shat myself. So I'm in this toilet, which is a single cubicle and three urinals. Shite is everywhere. I'm wiping my arse, leg, floor, arm, oh, you name it. Oh, oh. The boxes are like a burst Tesco bag of shite, which I need to dispose of. Nay bin. Nay bin. So in the moment of panic, I've tried to sneakily stuff them down the back of the cistern for them to tear and the runny shite to explode all over the toilet floors and walls. Put my semi-queen jeans quit up. Bolted. Never been back since, but I feel really bad for the wee cleaner. Would like to add, oh. I was also slipping about all the cubicle as I turned in, uh, into a shitey ice rink. Why are these people it. telling these uh, stories on a podcast? Why are these people sending these in? Because we're asking them to. And I'm in, like, well, well, you're asking them in. I, I like it's that. like it's like Spud and Chainspotting. <laughs> so that was Stu. Uh, well, oh god, do you want to keep these stories coming oh. in at football, <laughs> daft, at football daft pod if you want to send us more? There's loads have come in, but uh, we'll maybe get to them over the next couple of weeks. Uh, before we get into the daft, remember last week how we were talking about the last thing you remember that goes, we were talking about life flashing before you die, yeah, before you die. Now, a guy's DM us the cornerstone in Twitter and says. Not to be a big boring bastard about it, but it was just a point on the EEG that was carried out on the guy that had the cardiac arrest. Remember, we're talking about the guy EEG. We found yeah. out Chris almost dying in the time capsule. Um, he says, I know people who are working in the field of livestock welfare and they're having to revise the methods of killing chickens and stuff because they think there's a sensation after death. They've basically been recording the brain activities of these chickens and cows and what have you long after the death and it goes on for some time. It's fucking wild, he says. So they've been. This has been happening. So they're going to have to re- revise how they they, they kind of kill chickens and cows because of the life flashing before their eyes. Uh, did, I, I, did I'm actually say, interested. I'm actually interested in that. But do you know what's funny when you're telling that story is Gary's face, man. He's a, he's, when you, I'm actually quite interested in it. I quite that shit gets me. I, I'm into that. I, I don't, I don't Gary's face is like Kilara. That gift you use of the guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't get it. What they try to say is the chicken still can think after it's dead. Aye. Aye. Did he start that off by saying don't want to be a big boring bastard and then gave a fucking boring story after it? I think that fascinating. Are you I'm kind of the John. I'm the John in that, I know. How did it what way what way did he kill the chickens or no? I just do you just string a chicken's neck? Is that how they do it? I think you just get a crack, just snap its neck, didn't you? Oh man, that's full. Play. What fucking what memories a chicken got? <laughs> you don't know, but a chicken could be like a chicken. See, a ch- you, for all we know, right? We this one wee chicken could be pure fucking into this other wee chicken and want to like get together with this wee chicken. But his mates like pure shagging this other wee chicken. This wee chicken could have memories like heartbreak. What am I talking about? Do I come and do breakfast radio with me? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, have you not se- have you not seen the film Chicken Run? I mean, it's an epic tale. Fuck <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> right. Okay, I, I, I need to uh, River City there, man. <laughs> right, okay, we'll move on for the chickens then. Uh, now for the daft story of this week. Would you like to hear about the luckiest man? Is in that not been enough daft? No, here we go. 
Would you like to hear about the luckiest man in the world? Would you like to hear about the reporter that was embarrassed by his maw? Or would you like to hear about the nine-year-old boy who ran away over 1,600 miles from home? I saw that news reader thing. Uh, it was quite a cute wee video, wasn't it? He's yeah. lost up now. I want to know about the news reporter get embarrassed by... That's what we're saying. He, he was doing he was doing a news Will we play the clip? The will, we play, will we play the clip? Aye, go, go, go. Okay. This is my mum. Hold on. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work right now. You over there calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. And don't be holding up to because you got nah. my phone. That's cute, man. That's like, but I saw it when I remember I turned up with my full family for that record. Aye. What was your auntie's name again? Margaret Rose. Aye. Is that you, is that the steady drama bit where you told you you're left the boat or not? Aye. Aye, we were aye. running we were running lines. Aye. One of the lines was something on. like uh, somebody we were running lines right before it and I think maybe Bob had a line like something like, alright, fat boy to me. But my mum was on the side and she thought he was actually calling me it for real. <laughs> who you t- she was going, Who are you talking to? My boy's not fat. Well we're running lines, it's not real. He, his auntie kept talking all the time, man, and Grado actually nearly lost the voice. I was like, you're going to have to go. You need to go. <laughs> well, that, that leads me on to my question, and maybe you've covered it there, but maws are very embarrassing. And is there any point where your maws really embarrassed you? I remember seeing your maw man in the middle of the aisle with pantomime, but you're dancing. My maw can be quite embarrassing when really? you don't talk in there, but man. <laughs> Uh, no, like, I remember my, my granny, right? You, Gredo, you would have loved this, man. I don't know if I, there's footage of this kicking about, man. Because Gredo loves digging up on my old STD hangs out today, man. Right? <laughs> it was one time, right? Me and Des McLean were doing a thing called, it was called Too Good to Waste, right? And it was all about saving the planet and all that and recycling properly, right? And it's why they had STV hangs, man. Like, I was saying earlier on, you'd, you'd be in for money, right? <laughs> it's like, but I was getting into Morrison's. Oh, shit, hold on. I was getting into Morrison's, right? And I was to go run with this woman. I can't remember her name, it's terrible. She's quite famous, but, but I can't remember her name, it's so bad, right? And she's, I do a food shop. She analyzes my food shop <laughs> and then tells me what I could be buying that's better for the environment. Like, what, what's, what, what are you buying like 24 toilet rolls for? You don't need all that, all that kind of stuff, right? So then you can imagine what I'm like, mate, turning up to shoot this with a, a fucking wee mini STV crew and a camera in my face. And we're at the Morrison's down at Brigton, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not down at the Calton, right? And we walk. <laughs> We walk in, and my granny and granddad are walking by the fruit and veg aisle, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, man, right? And my granny's like, oh, there's your Stephen. Yeah, what are you doing at University here, son? And I'm like, no, Granny Roseman, I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a programme for STV. <laughs> and I swear to God, right, the sweat was fucking dripping down my back, man, and my <laughs> down the crack of my ass. I was feeling going, I need to get the fuck out of here, man. Because people are walking by, <laughs> people are going, there's we, bro. What are you doing? And my granddad's like, that's my grandson. And this mad snobby fucking woman who's, on about air, so we're going to get going here. About you get the shopping, and I'm like, So, what is it you do? She's like, Is it, is it a soap you do? And I'm like, Aye, it's a sofa day. So, I'm like, Come on, let's get the sh-. And I was like, What are you doing? If you buying your mischief, where are you from when you buying your mischief for? <laughs> where are you from when you buying your mischief for? 
my granddad's pure series. He did know about it. He's pure series. He was like, I had a time, man. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. He's like, I did in a take, Rose. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, leave him alone, Rose. Keep on. Oh, it was, honestly, man, it was the worst. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, uh, so good, funny, man. Fantastic. Uh, Ryan, you got any stories you're more embarrassing you? No, really, mate. My mom's just embarrassing all the time. Like, mm. see, I'm one of these people who gets fucking mortified by your mom because you can't go to a restaurant where we are, like, picking out everything that happens around. She's like, that's fucking bogging, that's fucking bogging. And she complains, and I'm just, like, sitting there mortified, <laughs> like, absolutely mortified, man. So fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> Mate, Credo, Credo, you're more on our pals were class when you used to come to the panel, man. Aye, man, you, can, you, you, you can remember my in our pals where like, the, the, a, a, wee, a wee club would come in the, the first week in January and you would just see a wave of all these women's big boobies, man, just pure bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> they were all dancing, man, terribly so, man. We saw these fucking waves of boobs, man, just pure flopping. Like, That's my boy! That's my boy! <laughs> See when I done my documentary, right? Obviously my mom was no well that she was in, she was on like disability, right? She had like disability stuff. But she <laughs> she she fucking she, they, they go you now how when they're doing documentaries they need to get wee bits of interview and they, they go her to stunning iron McClays. I remember that. <laughs> Right, well, no, I, I don't know, because I, I think it got taken out, right? Because, like, see, the day before it was meant to come out, I think there was maybe like a clip, a clip in the preview, and my mum was stunning Ireland, and my mum was like, You need to get them to take that out. I'm in the, I should have been stunning Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go through, honestly, the BBC were biffing out. They basically had to, they had to take out her stunning Ireland because my mum always felt that she was going to get like shopped for like bumping disability even though she was no one going, but Maureen you're only you're only standing ironing for about three seconds I don't care get out her producer the BBC is like no mess with the Stevie got me ironing no Graham Listen, if you've got stories here more embarrassing you, please get in touch with us at Football Daft Pod. We'd love to hear them on the podcast next week. Uh, so this week's podcast, we've got Football Daft Focus. Uh, we're going to be talking to a Dundee supporter, a Dundee stalwart. His dad was uh, chairman of the club. He's also the voice of new music in Scotland. Friend of mine, Jim Gellway, is going to be on to talk about everything that's going on at Dens at the moment. Uh, on the big question, we've been inspired by the buffs. This week, Gredo, the haggis, oh, the haggis sausage toasty is blowing up the internet. So we're asking, oh, aye. That is the good. best scran you've ever had at the football? The player profile will be here with the chance to win pies talking about food. Gredo, you've got three riddles. I forgot. Okay, <laughs> and, on, and on teammates, it's Ryan's star, Inverness legend, Charlie Christie. It is time for Football Daft Focus. We talk about the big talking points in Scottish football. 
Now Dundee currently sit bottom of the Premiership as they look to scrap out with St Johnston against automatic relegation. James McPake's been sacked in recent weeks, Mark McGee's been brought in, but what have the supporters made of it all? On to tell us about that, he's the voice of new music in Scotland, he's broken just about every band you've ever heard come out of Scotland, this is the man that's played them, whether it's been on Beat 106, XFM Scotland, he's also a Dundee diehard however, and he joins us all the way from the Falkland Islands where he's currently working uh, with BFBS, Services Radio, it's Jim Giltley! Hi Jim! <laughs> Hello! Uh, John, I like it? that intro. I'm good, thank you. I like that intro. Currently bottom of the league. I like that. Jim, what is happening? 8,000 miles is a long way to come to avoid Dundee getting relegated. <laughs> 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 it, it, it's not looking good though, is it, Jim? It isn't looking like it's... Jenk, go get, get a chance. Oh, oh, Stephen, it's just it's just horrible. And I'm 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 never a guy for getting manager sacked. Um, I I mean, Neil McCann would still be the manager if I had my way because I like the football that was being played. Mm-hmm. James McPake coming in as a young manager, so because he was a Dundee hero and still is, so wanted him to succeed, but it just something had to happen but I don't know if the right decision has been made and it's certainly a strange time you know after the transfer window closes to uh, get rid of your your manager when you're looking doomed anyway so Uh I'd have given him till the end of the season It's a a strange one and we're always moaning on here about how there's just like a merry-go-round of the same Scottish managers that just get tossed about and it feels as if there's Mm. no creativity and again, with, with Mark McGee, I know you're saying you don't know how you feel, but what is the kind of general uh, feeling for the Dundee well, I, fans, your pals and stuff like that? I, I don't think I don't think there was much joy uh, when Mark McGee was announced as the manager. Uh, but I mean, it's a tricky one. It just needs to turn it round, and it'll be fine. I mean, the strange thing is, you know, I mean, first game, you know, I. <clears throat> Decent performance against Celtic. Yeah, we got beaten, but then absolutely thrashed by Livy at home. You can't do that. Your home debut as a manager, that's no good. No. No. And it doesn't help that he's got a touchline ban itself as well. Do you know what I mean? That's no. Well, that, that is truly strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Coming in doing that, and I don't know if you saw the footage with the with the fan and the director's ball. Oh, it's my favorite and, moment of the weekend. To be honest yeah, with you. it's just you know if 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 you're if you're if you're in charge of a team and you it's not going well, and somebody comes up and asks for a selfie, you're not gonna go. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm look jovial because then you'll get criticised for that. So it's in an impossible situation, but it's not a good look. Not a good look at all. No, 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 no. definitely not. Jim, see when he sacked McPake, did they not have a couple of decent results? Were the performances no kind of turning when they sacked him? Well, that was the thing, they just beat in hearts. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, you know, and, and through to the, and through to the, the quarterfinals of the, of the Scottish Cup. So, I mean, Stephen, Rangers, Rangers in the next game, I mean, what, what yeah. will happen, of course, is, you know, we'll, we'll, do terribly in all these games and then we'll end up beating you guys. Hey, do you know, do you know something? I wouldn't be surprised. 
I wouldn't fingers, be surprised. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed. Ryan crossing his fingers up because it's like as soon as Rangers <laughs> leave Ibrook Stadium, uh, oh, hold on, buddy, somebody try to phone me. As soon as Rangers leave Ibrook Stadium and go away from home, it's anybody's guess what's going to happen. So you've got a chance. You've got a chance. But it's Dundee all over, inconsistent. Going right back to when I was starting to follow the club as a youngster in the what, late 70s, 80s, 1980. I remember it's my, my all-time favourite game, Dens Park, uh, Dundee 5, Celtic 1. Tommy right. Gemmell was the manager. We still got relegated. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you don't want that. You don't want that old to be remembering games in 1980 and gone to games. Then I'm an old man, Grado. I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? See what it was it like when you when you got in Dundee in terms of? Do you just do you pick United and Dundee for what your family have followed throughout the years, or is it? How does that work up there? Yeah, I mean, my my family were heavily invested. Uh, more way than more, more ways than one in, in Dundee Football Club. So my uh, grandfather was the chairman when they won the league in the sixties. Wow, wow. My and my father he 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 was secretary in the seventies and became the chairman uh, as well. Um, so so wow. yeah. So I mean, the, my family heavily part of Dundee Football Club for I mean until until sort of the the mid to late 80s um Gellatly was very much a part of uh, part of Dundee Football Club that's amazing that's that's majorly in your yeah. blood then majorly yeah, that, that, never mind or oh, I Dundee care and stuff like that. I'm, I'm just looking John is right so you were the first guy to start playing Biffy Clyro and Katie Sunstone with Fratelli <laughs> aye that's yeah, honestly, see, beat, beat, beat 106 and in XFM, off, oh, honestly. And Grado and Stephen, a bunch of bands you've never heard of as well. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you've never heard of not, If you've never heard of them, I was playing them before you'd never heard of them. Wow. Did you, get, did you ever get a lot of stick-off bands? About what? I don't know. <laughs> not playing, yes. I just like why well, you know playing us and take this and here's a wee CD and there's there's a wee oh. twenty pound note to play us and then like that. Uh, I never got that, but you know you still get stick because every everyone who every young person that's in a, a band think they are the best band in the world, that's and true. it's you know when somebody comes back to you twenty years later and says, "I you played us on the radio." But we were shite. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, all right. So what is that? Is are you saying thank you for me playing you on the radio? Or are you saying I'm I'm useless because I played your <laughs> your band and you weren't very good? Aye. So who, who's you, the, who's concerned, you know, there there are bar, bad bands, but every band has at least one good song, I like to think. Yeah, yeah, we'd be thinking that Jim could wear You did play some shite, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you did play Aye, some well, shite. John, John, you can talk, man. <laughs> well, well seen Jim's in the fucking Falklands, man. John's getting right. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. I'm oh, still saying it now. <laughs> um, going back to Dundee, Jim, like, has it been on the park? What's, what's been happening in the park that's gone so wrong for you this season? I don't know because I've not been at the games. I'm in the Falkland Islands. I've still been watching them, Jimbo. 
only get the wee highlights because the data is at a premium here and they don't show many uh, Dundee games on the live on the telly here in the Falklands <laughs> 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 Is there maybe Dundee boozers out there that like any kind of Dundee folk the Falkland Islands? I was in the Nafi wearing my Dundee top the other week and a chap comes up to me and says, it's a Dundee top, best team in the world. Shut oh, up, really? The only one here. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's and, and, and then Jim, Jim got kicked at the pub for being too steaming. Am I right in saying you're struggling for a goalkeeper for the game tonight? Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a funny one. Um, so uh, the young lad, he's not available. Legden's, um, he's injured as well. So we just got the chap Lawler. So I don't know. But you only need one goalkeeper on the pitch unless you're Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was embarrassing for the boy keeper. That was embarrassing. I mean, I that was, I was imagine, but. It, it, I could imagine if he saved any, he never saved any of them. No. What's the point no. of coming up? And then he's the one that has to take that final kick. You knew what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It was the one with Van Dyke taking it and he's stunning at the, you know, the, the left one side of the goal and Van Dyke still strikes it that way and he still gives smashes it there. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimbo, uh, are Dundee going to be saved this season or do you think you're doomed? See, at the start of every season, Always put a couple of quid on Dundee to do well. I think I, I wasn't quite as optimistic this season, so I I had I had a pound on them to finish in the top six. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'll have them. I'll, I'll you know the odds are decent. You know, Dundee win the league. You never know. Leicester <laughs> City. Do I Leicester? Yeah, absolutely. But nah, it's never going to happen. Are Dundee going to be safe? Nah, I I you know even if. Um, you know, it was such a brilliant season how it ended last season. I mean, they didn't play well last season, but they managed to get to the final of the playoffs and beat Kilmarnock, which surprised me. That's um, so, good games. so I mean, we'll be lucky if we get to the playoff, playoffs, but I can't see us doing anything in the playoffs. So I'm... Yeah. Um, oh, the, the championships are great league. Uh, <laughs> and then, mate, mate, bring back the Caballeros and the Canijas and the Ravenelli. Uh, it was, I mean, yeah, ultimately it didn't work, but you know, the Mars had good ideas, but you think you'd sell them on things, and you know, for any Dundee fan, that, that was an incredible time to be a supporter. Right. I'm not quite old enough to remember the heyday of the early 60s and getting to the, the semi final of the European Cup and stuff like that and winning the league, but. You know, for me, that was the finest time to be a Dundee supporter. And again, I, I was away when Kenichia made his debut at Pataudry. I was working in London and I was staying with a bunch of Aberdeen fans, a band, a band actually called Lift from Aberdeen. And I was kipping with them when I was working in London. And uh, it was pre-broadband, so it was dial-up. And the guy that had the flat that we were staying in, he had the internet the top of the building so we managed to get a wire and feed it down to one of the guys computers so we could listen to the radio scotland Probably. commentary and they came into a stroll did you never meet the devil's advocate no the stefano did you ever meet him never met him never met him i, I can't wait to watch the documentary it's good. i know i'm looking forward to watching yeah. that actually it's good man well, Jim, thank you very much for joining us all the way from the Falkland Islands. We need to ask you the question before you go, though. Who, sh- What band should we be looking out for now? 
Ooh. <laughs> so that's a question I'm asked every day, and it changes every day. Right, okay. Um, I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to name a band that have roots here uh, because they were sort of formed, uh, or the idea of the band came about at Mount uh, Pleasance Complex, where I am at the, at the moment. Um, a band, but they're sort of from the north of Scotland, and Guy Craig that sort of lead the, leads the band, he's, he's serving in the RAF, so he's been based in Mossymouth recently. And I think when I go back to Scotland, we sort of cross paths, he's coming back to the Falklands, but they're a band called Club Beirut, and they're named right. after, they're named Club Beirut because the corridor, the area where they lived here uh, was a bit like Beirut because it was a bit messy. Uh, so right. Beirut, sort of elect, electro pop stuff it's really really good but there's loads I could recommend but I'll go with that one because there's a, a sort of connection to the Falklands right super Jimbo thank you so much for coming on the podcast really really appreciate it uh, when are you getting back from the Falklands uh, late late summer year summer when it becomes winter here because it's sort of the end of summer here so it's lovely oh, right. Nice, Beautiful, nice. That's amazing. I like my life, man. Better life. And my wee pal say hello as well. <laughs> <laughs> supporting penguin with its blue nose. Yeah, <laughs> staunch, staunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it looks more like a ranger's blue, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. well, Jim, thank penguin. you so much for coming on football. Daft. Best of luck to Dundee for the rest of the season. All the best, John. Pleasure. See you later, boys. All the best, John. Bye bye. Bye bye. Football Daft's big question. So, guys, I don't know if you've seen it this week, but Grado's beloved Buffs have made the Footy Scran Twitter that. You know that Twitter page here? You follow that. It's brilliant. See Footy Scran from across the world. They've got the Haggis Sausage and Cheese Toasty, which looks unbelievable, I have to say. Uh, so, that. That led us to this week's big question. What's the best scan you've ever had at the football? By the way, although I was so proud of the buffs with that, um, the buff special, have you saw the, the Arbroath one? No. Is it oh, a- my God, man. You just need to see the Arbroath. It's steak and black pudding pie. Uh, you went to see if he's, he's going to the room and see it. Oh, oh mate, I did see that. I did see that. I, honestly. Yeah. And I seen somebody in my Facebook go, I, I have not stopped thinking about this for the last 24 yeah, hours. I can see it, Right, type it. You got it. I've got to wait and you see this thing. <laughs> I'm not joking, mate. This is, honestly, so what, what we're saying is... Type, in, type in a broth at footy scan into Twitter. Right. If you're listening, do that right now on the podcast so we can all salivate together. Arbroath, steak and black... No, just type in uh, steak and black pudding pie, Arbroath. Right, okay. okay. 220, I know it. Right, here we go. Oh, wow. Oh, you see us, Bob Brown. You see it, right? Oh, mate, I, I honestly, I was, as soon as I seen it, I was salivating. Oh, that looks fuck steak and black pudding pie. Fuck me, man. Mate, Rangers are in the dark ages with a grub, man. Oh, it's embarrassing, isn't it, man? It's so bad. Brick solid pies and. Oh, oh. my. That looks the absolute dog's nuts, man. Oh, un- that, that, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm used to like the king prawn, kind of the langoustines and the and the, the silver side of beef and stuff like that. So they they, they don't they don't <laughs> aye, do that mate, too bad. Aye, mate. When we go to directors, most now it's banging, it's brilliant. <laughs> but we're not there every week, yeah. Some of us are down there. 
know what I mean? We're down there. Like, I'm, I'm down there on a boy the other day. I walk in. I say, can I get a steak pie and a, a hot dog? The boy goes, we don't sell hot dogs. <laughs> we don't sell hot dogs. I, no, John, the day. I was like, mate, what's that? And the wee last the next thing went, I made a Went and go to hot dogs. And I'm like, it's like, I'm, I'm guys, come on. Uh, you know what I mean? No. See, if I'm, I, I, I tend to maybe get something. I like to get chips and curry sauce bowls or salt and vinegar in one of the week in a boot vans. Aye, the wee boot thing. Like, I, I do that, but see, I've got my boy with me. My boy wants to get a hot dog every time we go. Aye. He loves the hot dogs at Ibrox, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you got any other examples? So, Rangers getting the thumbs down. Can you remember going to an away ground, getting some good scan there? Well, always, uh, I mean, I always made a point every time got to Rugby Park to get the, the, the Kelly Pie. Oh, it's always, always a Kelly Pie. It's went down yeah. hill, though. They changed the supplier, didn't they? Aye, they all fell out, I think. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> um, they all fell out. They all fell out. What's the club like at Celtic Park, Ryan? It's all right, mate. It's all kind of uh, well, no, we've got a Domino's in one section, which is where the Green Brigade are. I don't know how they've managed to wrangle that one, but uh, they've got a built-in Domino's. The rest they just get pies. Although we do vegan stuff now, which is You've got a built-in Domino's? Aye, mate, down, down in that bottom corner. Because I went for the... What did I go for again? I, I never really sat down there. It was a Scott Brown testimonial a couple of years ago. I had a seat down in that corner, and I walked in. I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I was like, I sat in my seat by a Domino's, mate. It was fucking brilliant. What the fuck, man? So, uh, so good. Uh, is, is there no... Rangers not getting sponsored by Black Rooster, Perry Perry or something like that? Is there no aye, aye. plans to get aye. that in as well? I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Would the youth get... You has got a Black Rooster, man. See if you has got a Black Rooster, man. I'll convert. If we do get a Black I'd be chuffed with that, man. That's good grub, man. I'd go to that quite a lot. Is it, is it just like a kind of knockout? It's, it's, it's a better Nando's. In my opinion, it's better than Nando's. There you go. There you go. Um, Falkirk grub grado in answer to your questions, no brilliant. Not very good at all. It's just a standard fare. Nothing special. Standard You've got to put a shout out. I have to say, the Dunfermline Bridey, the, the bakery that does yes. Dunfermline stuff is top of top of the tree. Is that going to break your heart a wee bit, John? It does break my heart a wee bit. The, the beat is on you the know, Lassie that worked on Two Doors Down, she's fed on Fairland and I had mentioned to her, I says, I'm desperate to try a bridey for them, for, you know, for, uh, what is it, Fairland. Eastern Park? Uh, and the next day, she brought me back, she brought me in the two brideys and they were tremendous. And apparently it's 24 hours you can get them. It's like, there's like a drive-through for them. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a 24 hours. Aye, aye, there's a 24 hour one. Even Stevens the Bakery, Stevens the Bakery, that's who do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Do, do you go there, mate, and just get one and just take a bite? Go, that's quite good, and spit it out. Again. That's what I'd be like with a pepperoni passionate part. <laughs> right, Putters have been in touch. Let's kick off with Ross. He says before it was allowed in the stadium bar had a wee snap bar inside. Remember? I that? remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Did a role called the Scooby Snack, pretty much what eyes ordered at the cafe and still game, but that was the days before the baby. Don't eat the football these days. John says he had a currywurst at Schalke. I think oh, that's a big old sausage. I love it. I had that Hertha Berlin. I mean, that was great. I don't know if you've watched the football in Germany, but just a big pint in your hand, currywurst. Oh, class. Brilliant. Brilliant. Class, man. Cake has got in touch. He said, had this <clears throat> spiced chicken burger when I was in Nashville to watch Nashville v Chicago. 
April. In total, it cost me about £11. And Craig has also attached a photograph of the aforementioned chicken burger, which I would eat up no bother for 11 quid. Nashville Nashville versus Chicago, is that in football? Oh, I think it's an LS or something. Aye. I'd say, mate, I, Chicago Fire, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, right, right. Mate, that looks unreal. You shouldn't get that out of the fit, bro. That shouldn't be a fit, bro. It looks cracking, man. It does. It looks really good. It does. Right, Ryan, it's your turn. You can do it today. You do, you do Gary's. Oh, you got me, day one. Right, okay. Uh, Gary says, you still have a premier pie and a blue nose burger at Ibrox. Can't wait to try the steak haggis and peppercorn sauce pie if you pie sports on Friday. Aye. I remember the blue nose, blue nose burger What's and all that. What is a blue nose burger? Is it just a burger with a fucking gimmick? Just a pie. I used to remember it was all the names on it. It was. This isn't on that. About was the names. I can't remember. Did you get like a? Was it? Am I right? Was a? Was I not a loudrup lasagna one time? Wow! Please tell me they had the nacho nachos. No. Did they have a basil bowl of soup or something like that? Or is that just soup? Something. soup. That is no true, Grado. That is no true. That's like the rumour that, what was that, a pie and a bovril egg adds up to the amount that gets sixteen ninety from a £20 fucking... <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> That's like a age, man. Uh, right, John goes, uh, steak pie from East End Park. That's from the Bayless and True Blues. Yeah. But John says Domino's and a snow cone watching Real Salt Lake. Oh, oh they're at it, that's mob. I mean, fucking spicy chicken burgers at Nashville. We're talking about Brady's Feast in Park. Aye, what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing, man. Uh, Matty, no, Regan says a steak and sausage pie for Hill. That, that, you, you can't you can really get any more. Scottish like that's, fat, a, fat, that's, just, that's yeah. our friends at Pie Sports that do the pies at Fur Hill, so that'll be Brilliant. one of those ones. Then they're pretty good. I've had one of them. That's impressive, man. Nice. Matty says the steak bridies for Dunfermline, John's favourite. Oh, Aye. keep coming up. <laughs> Will says, and Grado, you can maybe confirm this one since you're a, a regular at the hospitality Rangers club deck in the old days when you could have a steak sandwich. No, Club Deck's no hospitality, it's nah, just a stand, John. It's just a stand, son. Did, was it not, is that not the... the Club Deck's just a, a tap tier, it's, it's, it's no hospitality. Did you, have, did you have to pay more for a ticket up there, do you? No, I would say my mate Bert sat in there for about fucking 16, 17 years before he sat with us. I, would, no. I think you could get a Club Deck ticket for the same price as... Well, like, steak sandwich. I don't know, but you might have a point, maybe was there on the first, I don't know. I thought I thought the club deck was always the kind of like it was like the you had the normal tickets and then the club deck was the next kind of level up. Before no, the bond seats. No, my my theories have a bond seat. The club deck. My mate, my mate Bert sat in a club deck since he was fucking like sixteen. He had a season ticket there, and he just sat where I was. Probably just moved where I was about six, seven years ago. But there's wee bits in the club deck also like club Europe and all that. Right. Do you know what I mean? You've got like wee bits where you bet. Mainly the club deck was always just a club deck. Anyway, we're getting away from the point here, guys. You know what I mean? We're getting away from the point. Who's next? Graham. Andrew. He says, Scotch pie at Melbourne Park, home of the Vale of Leaving Juniors. I've seen the buffs play there. Fire it in a row. Makes it even nicer. Oh, it's not better nice. than a pie, man. Neil says, Stenhouse Muir back in the 90s used to be sponsored by one of the local takeaways, the 4-in-1, who took over the pie shop. Oh, man. What a time to be alive that I'm was. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often. I know. The, the I local know. kebab shop or the local chip mm-hmm. and go and fuck it. We'll take a, we'll take a friary mm-hmm. on Saturday and get, go to town. Well, Stenny have had, had sponsors like 4-in-1 is a decent takeaway around my bit. And they used to be sponsored by the Gulnar, which is the best Indian in, in Falkirk. And I thought, yeah, why do 
that more of that should happen, Grado. You're aye, right. Aye. Imagine getting pick over at the football. Oh. I'm sure you can. I'm sure there's. I've, I've seen places that they Pecora and all. So I've had Pecora. I've had I've had In fact, did you know they Pecora Ibrox? Is that what I'm hanging about? In the nineties. Only the boss sheets, mate. Only the boss sheets. What would it have been? The Perini Pecora. Aye, something like. that. And finally, last one, mate. Stuart says the buffs takes a bit of beating. I might be biased. The missus makes it, mate. Oh, oh wow. Get Stuart. We need to try it. We need to. Aye. Come on to my bit now. I'll try it on the show. But it needs to be gluten free breed that she uses now because I'm gluten free now. So. Are you still going free? It's last two weeks I've been gluten free, man. Aye. Aye. Well, I'll get there. Listen, get yourself out of Grado's uh, gluten free bread, make that toasty, get your mistake to toasty, and we'll do a live tasting on the podcast next week, all right? Other than I'm sure I'm saying, I think it's a roll that she uses because doing the right with the specials, they use rolls. So, well, okay. amazing, man. all right, so Panini, gluten free Panini, and, and do that for Grado. Thanks very much. And that's this week's big question. It is the Player Profile Playoff with PiSports.com. They are bringing you the taste of Scottish football to your door. Lots of great pies on offer. Lots of packages to choose from. We talked about the steak and the sausage pie uh, on the big question this week. And, of course, the one that is on everyone's lips at the moment, the Donner Kebab Pie, which you can mm-hmm. get up there right now. If you can't get online, no... Give them a call, 0141 They will deliver to postcodes for free of charge right across Scotland. So just check on the website for details. We like to give away pies on Football Data Hour, and let's try and give them away right now. On the line to play for the pies this week, it is Scott, who's a Celtic supporter. Hello, Scott. How are we doing? Not right, bad, man. my man. Good to have you on, mate. Good to have you on. Oh, good. Like the guys are here, cut, man. I know, mate. Pure, pure ha- handsome boy, man. Handsome boy, mate. Yeah. I mean, like, good to have a guys are here, cut. Would you like to join us in singing with Grado and Stephen the home and away theme tune, the hands across the divide for the, the game of Australia? I know, man. Mate, you've missed that. We were singing that to start, man. Just waiting on the 50 50 scarves coming, mate. You know what I mean? You will release a new kit for that homecoming tour. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking spot on. They won't. Mate, you're bang on, mate. I'll do it next week. One of my pals is having a meltdown. He's saying they're boycotting the game tonight, all sorts. He's saying, waiting for story, bringing out a kit. Oh, mate, it'll be, it'll be that street. What is it, man? The fucking Sydney no, Cup anthem jacket. Half Rangers, half Celtic, the Australian <laughs> star and all that. <laughs> Yeah, we badge on it with Andrew's face in the middle, man. Aye. Commemorating him. <laughs> what, what, have you made, what have you made of it, Scott? It is a bit of a disgrace, isn't it? Like, wait, it's, it's all for Andrew going back to Australia, right? I don't see why Rangers would want to be involved, but I also don't see why Celtic would want to play Rangers in a friendly, because it's just it's a bit pointless, isn't it? Especially in the middle it's, of the season. It's just all that, mate. All that. Money talks. There's not even going to be any bragging, right? So let's see if the team that wins... See if Aye. they don't win the league, like, what you, what, nothing to brag about, is there? It's like, if, if if Rangers win the league, the, 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 the amount of Rangers fans that want to go to Australia, if Celtic win the league, the amount of fans that want to go to Australia, that's what's going to happen. Imagine if flight's over, but man. Se- segregated flights. <laughs> <laughs> it could go that way, you're right, Craig, it could actually Aye. go that way. 
A fucking, like, I don't know, man, like the Hoops bar in the Bristol bar, but many buses turning up at Glasgow Airport at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you, Where the, the fuck are you going? Uh, <laughs> Celtic fans going on Ryanair, Rangers fans going on EasyJet. <laughs> <laughs> very, very You're already playing for the pies. So the game is very simple. I'm going to read out a description of a player. If you know the answer, you buzz in. First to two wins it. If you do buzz, and get it wrong, we hands to the other person. Now, I thought this week would go international. Um, everyone watched the penalty shootout, Liverpool versus Chelsea, with big yeah. at the weekend. So, I thought we'd talk about big penalty misses. So, I'm going to get, give you the player description and they've missed a big penalty. Uh, if you can guess the player, you get the point. First to two wins. Uh, right, Scott, I'll give you the choice. Who would you like to play? Would you like to play Grado, Stephen, or Ryan? Uh, I had a wee think. I would have loved to have played Toll, but I'm going to go with Gredo. What's the game again? What is it this week? <laughs> John, I was listening there. Well, of course you were. Right. <laughs> it's a fault I've missed a penalty. International superstar penalty misses. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> well, there you go, Scott. You've chosen the right yeah. man to take on. <laughs> right, okay, Scott, what will your buzzer be? What's it, Sally? It's got to be Ansball after this whole news this week, isn't it? So Ansball, right. Gredo. Craig Moore. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say Summer Bay. Uh, yeah, I met him at George Square, the Christmas lights switching on a bit. You did not, did you? He's a good guy, Craig Moore. He's a yeah, it's lovely, man. Well, we should have done. We should have, someone should have said Neighbours and someone should have said Home and Away for the buzzers this week. <laughs> I know. Right. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. the buses we have then. Oh, Christ. Oh, next week. Crazy. <laughs> right, okay. Right, penalty matches. Here we go, boys. This, Stephen, Stephen will know all these. I'm pretty sure he's going to be pretty good at this I'm one. I'm not going to get any of them. Right, here yeah, we no. go then. This penalty came in the Champions League semi final during the decisive penalty shootout against Bayern Munich. Real Madrid's trusted defender blasted his penalty over the bar. Craig Moore. Moore's in first grade. Roberto Carlos. No. <laughs> Scott, Scott. I'm going to go Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is the correct. Yeah. Oh. Remember that, that one? Is it Ben the Bow? Yeah. And he's fucking deadly for this. Is this going to do Scottish football? It doesn't need a great old secret. Because they always need to be about Scottish football, mate. I know, for God's sake, right. This is nice. Next one. You ready for this, Grado? No, right. I'm not. <laughs> this French striker wanted the ground to swallow him up during the World Cup final in 2006, with Italy putting all five spot kicks away. And ball. Yeah, Scott. Is it Trezeguet? It was Trezeguet. 2 0 spot. Oh, destroyed, Grado, man. Um, this is Mate. a fucking stitch up. Mate, you're trying to rip the cunt out of You're trying to rip the cunt out of haircut, man. You've just, st- always told me that you would protect me in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you always, always told me that you would have my back and you would never expose me. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I, you might have done Euro 96, Gareth Southgate or something. I'd have that. <laughs> Off, man. You know, anyway, Scott, catch you, my man. Hold on, hold on, Gredo. I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one, right? Let's go. Oh, look at me, man. Fucking hoodies on. Let's give him a wee stupid, man. <laughs> right, okay. Do you want that one? No, he's it then. Okay, yep. okay. 
arguably the most fam- famous penalty in world football, this Italian handed Brazil the 1994 World Cup when he missed the target. Oh. Completely. You're Italian, okay? This is exactly. Uh, hold on, wait to hang man. With this penalty tick in the Rose Bowl. Oh, fuck off, Gado. Come on. Italian brethren, Gado. Come on, to fuck, man. The divine ponytail had been the competition's best player, but he turned from. Baggio. Yes. The Italian comes out. The Italian comes out. Fuck, fuck, Brilliant. Scott, listen, you win the pies. Congratulations, Brilliant. All the best, mate. I'll, I'll, see, I'll, see you, I'll see you down under, mate, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes ahead. Aye. 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 Edition of Grado's Three Riddles. Scores currently possess are. <laughs> this is before just go back. The scores currently possess. Did, did you? Who's, who possesses the scores? Did you do that just like Yogi Hughes? Did you go a Shree? A Shree? Aye, aye, there's a Shree. It reminds me of PJ man, now Stevie the Barman, you know, he always does Does anyone else call, like, you know how you call de- uh, a 2 2 a Desmond? Does anyone call a 3 3 a Yogi? A Shree Shree? Shree 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 Nah Do you know say Shree Like because it's a kind of I We get it in there Shall we Like my grandma say Shree Shree a fella Shree a fella I'm not doing there So this is this Scores on the doors At the moment Okay Before we start We should We'll come to who won it We got a message from Louise McBride Now who is Louise McBride I hear you ask He says Hiya This is Dean's Mrs Dean Winning uh, she goes, the smart arse who's always solving all the riddles. Just to say thank you for the shout-outs and mentions you've done for him. He's determined to get 10 right in a row, and then he'll think about retiring. He's a big fan of football and wrestling daft podcast, a regular, and he's also a member of Patreon. Keep up the good work and banter, says Louise. Oh, the, that's funny, man. That's nice. The question oh, is... So, why is that guy mentioning 10 in a row? <laughs> the question is though did Dean get another point on the board with last week's riddle French City is not a good father the answer was Lille French City a bad da a bad da you see what we did there and the answer is Dino now has 8 points oh. So he's oh, on fire, yeah. on fire. Well played, Dean, well played. Well played, well played. Yeah. So, well, wait, how, does, how does he do this? Like, how does he do that? I don't know. Because it's random now. There's a lot of complaints coming in about it. But listen, if you need to be fast to get beat Dean. Right, so, scoreboard. Ali McDonald won, Pat the Palprick won, Declan Ramage won, but it's legend one. He complains about this all the time. John Mitchell won, Ian Mika won, Jack won, Ryan Burnbar two. Producer Ryan's got two. Nicola Purden's got two. Dean has got eight. Steven's got 17. I've got 18. And Chris has got 32. And Grado has three riddles. Can I get two? Two and a half. First. Two. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just uh, one of the ones where we can, if you listen to it on the show, I'm sure you heard. I actually forgot that I'd done this until we started recording. So these are pretty. Welcome to this week's edition of Grado's Two and a Half Riddles. <laughs> Let's start with the first, okay, guys. <laughs> Lying down with criminals. Lying down with criminals. 
lying down. Hello? Hi. Yes, we're listening, but we're, yes. we're thinking, Graham. We're thinking. Lying down with criminals. Lying down with criminals. <laughs> it's really shit, man. Is it pure? Is it one of your pure obscure one? No, it's really no. 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 Hey, right, well, I'll give you a clue. Yeah. I don't know. He was what? on the telly last night. Courtney. Oh, I have no idea, Grado. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping. I'm tapping. I reckon. I'm not tapping yet. I reckon Tom would have got this. Because Tom's the best, man. <laughs> Take that quote out of Tom's the best, man. Aye, fuck that half as well. Aye, I'm out, man. Are you ready? Yes. Matt Crooks. Oh, he's made if, he's made if had some game last night, man. Crooks, fuck it. Not even one pop. This is running out this, this, this of steam, this part of the show. No, it's good. <laughs> nah, that was not a good reaction. It was good. It was good. I'm mattress and I, I liked it. It was good. I'm, right. I'm a bit no, major. I'm, I'm, I'm moving it. Let me tell you the next one. <clears throat> Riddle two. <laughs> Petrol holder above my leg outside the fast food chain. Say that again. <laughs> Petrol holder. Petrol holder above my leg outside the fast food chain. <laughs> Holder. McDonald, some McDonald. Jerry, some Jerry McDonald. <laughs> My leg, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry above my leg, Jerry pan. <laughs> above my leg. Waste. Jerry waste. Jerry waste McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these are so close. Good effort, bro. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Pellini. Wow. These are so close, man. He's not that mentioned about him. I don't know. No, no. Shout out to Jerry Pellini. Ledley <laughs> uh, <laughs> King. Hey, I need to. I need to now stop this. I need to end <laughs> this. It's getting fucking stupid now. Who is it? Because we're missing tool. I know. The answer is Jerry McNee. Very good. I should have got that. Very you good. John, you were so close, man. Then you started talking about Nando's and fucking KFC. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, last one. Go then. Really small Italian Francis. Gianfranco Zola. Nope. Say that again. Really small Italian Francis. Franco. Franco Beresi. Franco Beresi. No. No. Do you know what? I might not be Italian for Francis, but you should. Fuck, it's the closest English name I can think that's like it. Francesco Totti. Ah! Oh, he's a blast. That was a good one, Guido. Thank you, Guido. No, 
I'm level with John now. Bastard, bastard, bastard. I'm back in a game against John. Oh man, I'm gutted about that. Gutted about that. Right, okay, great. They were good. They were good. And listen, this feature has its legs still. People love it. Why? People I, feel like this, man. My right. mate Bert was talking about it in the motor that night. So much. So much. He thinks he's a demon at it. See all the super scoreboard boys in the office? They right. I, I, go, I go in and say, I'll give you some of the riddles. And I, I give them, I say, they're not as good as Grados, though. They're not as good as Grados. Right. Do you tell them my ones? I, but I need to write them down. I say, you've got to listen to the podcast to get Grados riddles. I mean, this feature's getting so popular now that even the listeners are contributing with riddles. And this one comes oh. from Gordon McQueen, who sent us this on Twitter. You can get us that Football Daft Pod if you want to send one yourself. Botox guy died and went to the bad place, but still ended up on his feet. Bo- say it again. Botox guy died and went to the bad place, but still ended up on his feet. Now hit the theme tune. It's time for the football daft moment of the week. Last week's results are in, and they are the tightest results we've had in the history of this feature. In last place, it was the listener's nomination of Fabrizio Romano's St Mirren scoop. Remember when Fabrizio Romano broke the news on Stephen Robinson? That only got yes, 0.1%. So what was in third? It was Stephen's nomination of McGee is back at Dundee. 20... What's that guy say Rangers anymore, man? I know. 28.7% that got. So it went between Chris and Grado and by a ball here, it was Chris's nomination of the perfect OG hat-trick. That got 29.2%, which means Grado is two in a row with his nomination of the Dundee United kids giving the Rangers supporters the wanker sign live on Sky. So that is where we're at with that one. Congratulations, Grado. It even got the guy, who, the cameraman who got that shot of the kids giving the wanker uh, sign even got involved with it and voted for his own shot. So there you go. That's brilliant. So well That's done, Grado. That's brilliant. You win, so you get to go first with your nomination for this week. What is it? It has to be, without a doubt, <laughs> wee guy going up to old Motley in the crowd and he sticks a phone and Mark McGee's scooping and he shies his hair and runs away. It's, the, it's amazing. I'm laughing thinking about it again, man, just because the shit that he's probably had to deal with folk noising him up about that video. He probably everywhere he goes, folk mention that. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't. I don't think me, John, and Ryan to put him on a weekend now because that's going. That's a builder. That's the best. And it, it's the fact like, that just everything runs through his head. You see him just looking at the wee guy in the camera, and the split seconds he's gone. Oh no, pure PTSD for the last time. He gets up, stuns, and runs away, man. It was a bit like that. We mentioned the Charlie Christie thing. Me running away from the computer. Absolutely. I would like to see the wee guy's footage. I've so seen somebody, somebody tweeted after it, they shared a video and saying a phone is Mark McGee's kryptonite. That was you and Cameron. You and Cameron stole it from someone else because I saw someone else tweeting it oh, and you and Cameron you. stole it. It's funny. Just like his usual part. I've seen somebody else. I've seen somebody else, not you. Banter thief that he is. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Stephen, what's yours? I'm going to just go with the SFA being the latest football association 
to say they will not play Russia at any level. Oh, that's, that's waiting for the, he's waiting for the big sympathy vote there. He's waiting for the, the big hey, It's 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 been a tough week in the world. That's and I think it's what the, the SFA don't have with many sensible statements or anything, but this was one of the better ones. Standing alongside like Wales and all that, saying we're no, at no level will we play Russia. So, yes, that's my mind. Right, okay. Ryan, you got good? one. I'm just saying, is that a good Rangers man picking the SFA there? That's, uh, exactly. That's what I mean. Mate. That's what I mean. And then next thing you hear is fucking Rangers and Celica playing each other in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan, what are you going for? Um, right, Gredo, did they pick mine, but it does also involve Mark McGee, but I don't know if you've seen it, um, Livingston's TikTok the other day. Oh, they ripped him, didn't they? Oh, uh, I heard about this, but uh, I've no saw it. I'll post it in the chat then if you're right to, to look at it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I think it's when he when he scored their fourth goal or something like that against against Undy at the weekend. And just before the boy takes a shot, it just flashes up Mark McGee's. Get that tape and then they score and run away. You can hear it there. <laughs> 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 That'll be our meet. That'll be our meet. I'll watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> that might win. That might beat yours, Gredo. That, that that and that'll be our mate Dave, who we had our, put the, on the podcast uh, the other week there. That'll be him. That's right. Together, yeah. so, um, right. Right. Well, I think this one has to go up for the listeners' moment of the week. It comes from Jordan Thompson, who's uh, been on the show a couple of times. Everyone, I think, saw this. The Port Glasgow game, the referee headbutting. Um, oh, uh, my God. The manager. Man. Uh, he's been a bit wide in the touchline and uh, he's went over and nutted the boy. I think it was Port I think it was Port, uh, Port Glasgow versus Seton Darvo, I think it was. Something like that, mate, but he did not fucking miss him. He didn't oh, he miss him. Belter. Oh, belter. Is there any, any commute about it? Like any wee stories that what I, happened when I you I don't done know. It? I don't know what was said, but I think the police are actually now looking into it. So. I think I, I seen the other apparently he's getting the sack. The the guy, the ref. What for? That was for being a ref. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just thought you were maybe going. Being cool, mate. No, I get that. I just <laughs> Being a referee. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's response is right, man. What if he? Being a ref. <laughs> Imagine they brought her into fit, but no. Imagine that was a thing, man. Imagine like Aye. an old firm game, somebody just getting wide, they're both mad, man. They just fucking nuts them. Yeah. Do you know who was not far away for that back in the day? Pierre Luigi Kalina. Aye. He was, he was Aye. the best. He died. Oh, they they fucked with him. Hey, was he related to you and Andre, though? <laughs> that's my godfather, man. <laughs> right, okay, so that is your nomination. He was a page boy at my papa's wedding, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think Gredo think Gredo was related to Kalina, man. <laughs> right, Gredo, what's your nomination for this week? Oh, mobile phone, Mickey! <laughs> 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 Stephen, watch yours. We will not play Russia. Ryan. I was going to go for Levy Shit House. 
Aye, that's a good one. <laughs> and we'll go for my, the listener nomination from Jordan. The ref goes nuts. Uh, so what is your football daft point of the week? Getting on it now on our Twitter. Film <laughs> <at all. laughs> uh, remember, you can get more content from Football Daft on our Patreon channel. You'll get that patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash football daft loads of stuff up there for you to enjoy you'll get the video version of this podcast you'll see Grado in his Metallica t-shirt which uh, Stephen actually quite likes it was nice I like Metallica as well yeah name three songs nothing else matters Uh, I like the way Miley Cyrus done that as well Uh, Enter Sandman Uh Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you get to see that the video version of this podcast. You also get the video versions of Rangers and Celtic Daft up there as well. The outtakes from the show. Uh, you'll get our teammates or our past teammates from the interviews that we've done. Remember when we did interviews? We need to get back to that, and we keep saying that. Cameos from the boys. Chance. God, I was going to say chance to come into the studio once we're back in the studio. Get that chance as well. There's lots of there on there. For offer for you, and you can decide what tier you want by signing up to patreon.com forward slash football daft. And talking of our teammates, it provided one of the funniest moments this show has ever had when Charlie Christie came on. One of the best outtakes we've ever had when Gra- we were talking about him, and Gradle then wandered off because he was still on the call. And he was- you've got to go back and see <laughs> Inverness legend Ryan Starr, it is Charlie Christie. Worst dressed? Uh, without a doubt, Barry Robson. Oh my, you could tell Baz, who came up here as a young boy from Rangers, you could tell he's from Inverurie, lads, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he's been he's been he's been said before for that, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been said before, aye. Yeah, boot cut boot cut jeans and all that, hasn't he? Oh, he's unbelievable. Absolutely, aye. Aye, cowboy <laughs> shirts and he thinks he's, uh, he's some kid. Aye. Moniest. Oh, I've got to go with uh, he's actually at the club at the moment as a coach, Barry Wilson. He was a mm-hmm. greeting faced so and so in the park. Aye. He really was. He was He's one of these boys that would rather get beat 4-3 and get a hat-trick than win 2-1 and no score. You know? <laughs> uh, he's, uh, oh, he, he, he used to stand out that right wing and greet his face off. He wasn't involved in the game, so he's right He's right up there. Who do you want to back you up in a fight? I tell you, it's funny you should say that because I actually played centre midfield and the managers at Cali Thistle, I, didn't, I wasn't the most... Um, I didn't cover much grass in a match day, let's say, so... I needed a bit of a minder beside me and we had two or three over my time in, in midfield but we had a boy Paul Cherry he came up he mm-hmm. played with St Johnston he's actually now out in Mercia he's made the right decision he's out in the out in the sun selling houses but uh, I, Paul Cherry he was a good minder actually and when the going got a bit tough he was always be in there to look after you to be fair Best looking? Oh for the love of Christ you've obviously not seen Cali <laughs> Thistle players <laughs> 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 uh, I, I'll tell you who used to well obviously I was the two years I was at Celtic I had Mr McAvenny who fancied himself a wee bit and uh, yeah. but there was a right right back at that time he was the last man to leave the change room I don't know if you remember him you lads may be too young a boy Chrissy Morris 
Chris played, Morris, aye. I remember Chris, Chris Morris, Morris played with Celtic. He was, uh, he was a bit Rico Suave, you know. So <laughs> he'd be right up there. Teacher's pet. Well, the teacher's pet's Paul Sheeran. Oh my God, that's Steve, really? Steve Patterson, you know, he's a famous manager up here. Steve, brilliant manager, who also liked 20 pints of Guinness after a game, but Paul, Paul Sheeran was his blue-eyed boy. It was yes sir, no sir. And of course, Paul scored a penalty against Celtic in that go ballistic night. So he was uh, even more the blue-eyed boy after that. But uh, he's right up there, Paul. I'm sure we'll talk about that night a wee bit later. We'll talk talk about that night soon, man. We'll get to that (laughs) night. That must have been credit in the bank, though, scoring a penalty that night for him. Brilliant. Ah, Fair play. He was just, he was shooed in for another four-year contract. (laughs) (laughs) Most skillful. I played well. Obviously, the two years I was at Celtic, lads, I played with Lex McStay, who was different class, you know. Paul's probably the best player I've ever lined up with in that team. Um, incredible player. Up in Inverness, we had a boy, Dennis Wynas, who was a uh, tremendous ability. I, I remember him. He's a number number 10 sort of player, Dennis, and really good player. I played up front with him a couple of, well, quite about half a season myself, and he was really skillful. So I'd say Dennis and, and Paul McStay were two geniuses with football. Worst trainer? Uh, worst trainer? Well, there's been a few, by the way. There's been a few, but one of the worst guys I've ever seen at training was when I was actually first team coach. We got a boy, big eight, Alec McLeish, was manager of Rangers, and he sent a, I think the lad was Turkish, a boy, Byron Fetai, up to, to go on loan and play for Cali Fizzle, get a bit of game time. He wasn't getting in the scene at Rangers, so mm-hmm. big eight sent him up here. I think he knew Craig Brewster quite well, Brew was our manager. And the boy managed within the first week of training, he managed to stick the head in two people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a true story, by the way. Um, we know we know the Turks are a wee bit fiery, but uh, so he's got to be, certainly within four days, I've never seen anyone become so unpopular in my life. Imagine going alone, man, and after four days, sticking the head on to him. Going alone, and within four days, he's put the head in two different players. <laughs> McLeish for in Brewster. How's your boy getting on? Well, brilliant. Aye. Let me tell you. Is he ready to come back to Ibrox? Aye, tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Who never gets the round in? Stick on here. Richard Hastings. He played with us. He was a left back. Canadian internationalist. Oh, for the love of God, lads. Seeing the players' night out. I've got. He actually. We had a fancy dress one one Christmas night out, as football teams do. we all, we all had to dress up fancy dress, so we all made a bit of an effort, you know, some really good ones. And Richard Hastings comes in with the, just a white coat on. And we're going, we couldn't figure it out. He goes, Richard, what are you? And he says, oh, I'm George Clooney out of VR. And I think, oh, no, shit, Christ. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but he, uh, he, he was unbelievable, honestly, trying to get him. I don't, I don't think he's ever seen a bad in his puff. <laughs> I love, I love that you turn it up, man. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm George Clooney for ER. <laughs> More like George Formby. <laughs> Biggest Bam Up merchant. I'll, I'll give him credit. We've mentioned him already, but he was great cracking changing was Robson, Barry Robson. He Aye. was he was different class, lads. He was, his last day, he actually had this arranged with the manager against Steve Patterson, I think, before he went to United, I think it was. He got taken off in the 70th minute, 20 minutes to go. He asked, he asked to be taken off. He nips into the changing room and cuts everybody's clothing up. 
Oh, no we're all we're all pulling our socks on. They're coming right through. We're put, putting our shirts on. There's a big diamond cut out the back of your club shirt. <laughs> uh, he was he was brilliant wind up. He was good crap. Really quick witted lad, you know. Top shagger. Oh Christ Almighty! Well, his nickname's Trigger, right? His nickname's Trigger. That tells you out with only fools and horses. Right. A boy, Scott McLean. He's from Glasgow. He came up and played up here for a few seasons. Great player. Poor lad did his ACL. Actually, probably put, in, put an end to his career. But he came up here as a 21, 22 year old lad. Oh my God! He was out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, and I used to see him. And then the I, I, believe it or not, we did. I don't know where he was going on Monday night in Inverness, by the way. <laughs> and I used to turn around and say, you're remembering I've got cousins up in this area, you watch what you're, where you're dipping your wick, you know? But he was, he was, um, I used to go out to the weekends and I would, I would talk to people, obviously I know a lot of people up here, I'd talk to him and all they would bring up is this name, Scott McLean. He, he did some damage up here over the three years, I'll tell you. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Best you've played with? Well, I, I, I promised the, the years. I, you know, I was lucky enough that two years I went away with a pre-season trip with Celtic to Switzerland and Italy and we played some top European sides and I started a couple of games in that tour um, and Paul obviously played. He was a, a mainstay in that team that won the double in 88. So he's certainly probably the best footballer I've ever played. And he was very loyal to Celtic because you lads will probably know looking back that mm-hmm. he had the chance to go to Liverpool, I think, yep. in the 80s and he stayed with Celtic and... Um, obviously, football was a different game then. Obviously, it was a lot more, mo- lot more loyalty involved in the game. But he was a fantastic player. Never got the credit he was due. Didn't mm. quite maybe reach the heights for Scotland at times, and he got a bit of stick for that. But he wasn't playing in the greatest team for Scotland. You know, he didn't have a lot of quality around about him at that time. But uh, fantastic and a great guy too. So that's it for this week's football, Daft. Thank you very much for listening, Ryan. Thank you for coming in as a substitute for Toe. Appreciate that. Hey. Uh, Ryan, he's at it. Oh, good, Ryan. I remember when I was moving house and getting stuff done and all that. I mean, fucking, it was not allowed as an excuse. You know what I mean, I'd I don't fucking pull it off. Why, Ryan? You've got oh. COVID and you're still doing it for God's sake. Uh, so COVID we'll... <laughs> if you want the video version, check us out patreon.com/footballdafs. Review on Apple or whatever you get a podcast. Really appreciate that. Looking at this week's fixtures, boys: Dundee United versus Hearts on Saturday <laughs> it's going to be a good game Stephen you're right uh, Dundee United versus Hearts where do you think that one's going <laughs> I fancy the Arabs <laughs> fancy the Arabs right <laughs> yeah right so Ryan what do you think I'm going to say mate go with the Arabs 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 in that one great though <laughs> three, three home ones yeah yeah three home ones yeah. three home ones Hibs versus St Johnston Oh, I think. Do you know what? It's always the same. See, when any team takes points off either the old firm, I bet you St. Johnson beat Hibs now, right? Hold on, St. Johnson have they taken points off? No, Hibs just took points off Celtic. So when you get a good result, I'm saying when a team gets a good result, it's a full card tonight. I know. Oh, so that is. Bye, Hibs versus St. Johnson. What? So. Getting okay myself. Yeah. Hibs versus Johnson Saturday, home wins, draws. I'm going to go St. Johnson away. St. Johnson away win. I think, I think Hibs. Hibs, Ryan. I'll go Hibs. Well, well done, D. Dundee. Uh, Dundee. 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 Wow. Big nah, I don't know. Motherwell. Yeah. I'll go Motherwell. I was getting on Motherwell. 
Ryan. Motherwell, Oddie, Motherwell. Uh, Rangers Aberdeen on Saturday as well. Three o'clock kickoff. That's an anomaly. Rangers. Rangers. Ryan. Draw. Oh. Great. <laughs> do I take it you're taking a home one there as well? Aye, home one. Ross County, St Mirren. That's a. Uh... I'll be tasty, man. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ross County. Ross County, Ryan. I uh, go County. County are playing well, don't they? Great up. County are playing well. Great, <laughs> checked out, everyone. And on Sunday, it's Livingston versus Celtic. Now, what's it? What's a tougher game, Livy away or Aberdeen at home? Livy away. Livy away. Love you away, aye. Honestly, like, if you spoke to me on uh, Saturday there, I'm like, get through these two games, away to Hibs and away to Livy, and then I'd be confident about the league after that. We fought with it the first one. We've obviously got some at home tonight when we're recording, so we don't know how that one's went. Um, but them two games, mate, are absolute torture. Easter Road and, and the Tony Mac. Yeah. So, so <clears> what, what are we thinking score-wise, Stephen? 5-0 five, five Celtic. Five no seven. Levy won. Levy won. Oh, Grado. Levy won. Levy won. Grado's gone. Right. So uh, that's <laughs> it for this week's football daft. Right. So what we call in this week's episode? I've got. A there's, there's only one thing we can call it, man. Aye. Why don't you call it cross there each day? No, no. Well, we just call say cross there each day. We just call it home yeah. and away then, aye. Aye. Aye, aye, aye. Because it's topical for football, no? Yeah, that works. That works aye. for us. Uh, Every, or everybody uh, gets, needs good neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> right, bro, that's it. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Football Daft. We'll see you on the next one. Tati, bye, guys. <laughs>